Welcome to the Let's Be Friends holiday special, The Christmas Spirit. We're going to talk about the history of Christmas, what is Satronella, the big lie of Santa Claus, Krampus, the Amanita Muscaria, also known as the Christmas Mushroom, the real meaning of elves, the Nimrod theory, is it Jesus's birthday, and what is that Christmas spirit everybody is trying to attain during the holidays? So first of all, let's talk about what a spirit is. A force or principle believed to emanate living beings, often to endure after departing the body of a person at death, the soul. The thesaurus also states spirit as an energy, soul, feeling, enthusiasm, heart, mood, liveliness, animation, the ghost. The Bible says that the spirit is an integral part of man, that The human spirit is the very breath of the Almighty God and was breathed into man at the beginning of God's creation. Genesis 2-7, Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. So that breath of life is that spirit. So does Christmas have a spirit? Does the holiday season come to life? Is it animated like a living being? Let's look into the history of Christmas. In ancient pagan times, the last day of winter in the northern hemisphere was celebrated as the night that the great mother goddess gives birth to the baby sun god. This is also called Yule, the day that a huge log is added to a bonfire around which everyone would dance and sing to awaken the sun from its long winter's sleep. In Roman times, it became the celebrations honoring Saturnus, the harvest god, and Mithras, the ancient god of light, a form of sun worship that had come to Rome. Sol Invictus is the unconquered sun, and it's sometimes simply known as Helios, who was long considered to be the official sun god of the later Roman Empire. All right, let's talk about Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Let's talk about the big lie of Christmas. Okay, think about this for a second. People go and they tell their kids that this guy named Santa Claus, no coincidence, same letters as Satan, just moved around comes down the chimney through fire and brings presents to good little boys and girls and eats cookies and drinks milk. Okay, this is just the biggest lie. Like, this is the lie that fractures little kids' minds, I believe, so that they're going to believe all the other lies when they're indoctrinated into this world. Because the, the Santa Claus thing is so crazy. Like, I knew that personally, like, when I was six or seven years old, my older brother's friend told me that Santa's not real, Kara. And so I learned early on the truth. And I'm glad I did because I never really believed that story. I was like, are you kidding me with this Santa Claus story? That this guy comes down the chimney, that he doesn't burn in a fire. He brings gifts every night. He's got this naughty and nice list. And it's just creepy. Like, sitting on Santa's lap was always creepy. I don't know. I didn't didn't trust the whole... Santa story. So when you think about it, you think about this big lie that parents are telling their children that this jolly old man comes down the chimney, gives them gifts and all that, flies with reindeer. Um, One of them has a red nose that lights up like a clown. 
Um, <laughs> clowns just remind me of fallen angels. Like when I think about clowns and like tricksters and like dark spirits that are messing with us. Um, will you tell your child that all this stuff happens? These presents come in the morning, which you're doing, like getting all these gifts for your kids, but then you're giving Santa all the credit. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny, right? And you're, but you're ultimately you're lying to your kids and you're fracturing their mind because what parent actually sits their kid down like years later and says, "Oh, I was lying to you about the Santa thing. That's not real." I don't think anybody has that talk. We just figure it out at school, and or older brothers, friends tell you like me. Um, but I mean, I wanted to catch Santa Claus. I, even though I knew he wasn't real, I still wanted to believe and I still got excited when my stocking would be full. But I, it was like, I pushed out of my head. I created denial. Like, no, your care, your parents aren't doing this for you. Yes. You know, they're doing it for you. Okay. All right. Your parents are doing this for you, but you still want to believe. I think I said enough about the big live Santa. It's, cre- it's just a creation of confusion, um, to fracture children's minds so that they will believe all the other lies that they're told throughout their life. Um, so Santa Claus to me is really the, the big lie, the big fracture lie. Let's look into who Santa is. Although Santa Claus is a mythical figure, his creation is based in part on a great Christian man named St. Nicholas of Myra, who lived in the 4th century. Nicholas was born to Christian parents who left him an inheritance when they died, which he distributed to the poor. He became a priest at a young age and was well known for his compassion and generosity. He had a reputation for giving gifts anonymously, and he would throw bags of money into people's homes and sometimes down their chimneys under the cover of night to avoid being spotted. What a guy. Nicholas passed away on December 6th. Hmm, this is going to tie to Krampus around the 340s or 350s AD. This is around the time that the Temple of Saturn was erected in Rome for Saturnella to be celebrated. Just to add that in. The day of his death became an annual feast in which children would put out food for Nicholas and straw for his donkey. It was said that the saint would come down from heaven during the night and replace the offerings with toys and treats for the only for good little boys and girls. But there are many different versions of the legend of St. Nicholas, but all are the inspiration for the jolly red suited gift giver we now know as Santa Claus, which in the most latest Santa Claus movie, the kids, quote unquote, accidentally spell his name Satan. Because I believe Santa Claus is also Satan. Okay, during the Middle Ages, a lot of churches were built in honor honor of St. Nicholas, and um, he was considered the patron saint of children. This is interesting because Krampus is a half-goat demon to be known to be the son of a Norse Norse god of the underworld and the Christmas devil companion of Santa, the anagram for Satan, who punishes children by beating them with a stick and steals them and puts them into the sack. Um, just to mention before we dive too deep into Krampus, uh, the first Christmas card, which went on sale in 1843, did not feature an image of Santa. Um, instead, he came on in 1860, and the illustrator Thomas Nass drew that vision of Santa that we all know now. Also, America supposedly spends $66 billion on gifts in Christmas. 66. And think of this. Klaus Schwab, Santa Claus. Hmm. 
back to Krampus. So Krampus is this half goat uh, demon, Christmas devil companion of Santa, punishes children by beating them with a stick and putting them into a sack. They say he comes on the evening of December 5th on a night called Krampus night. So that is literally right before the day that Santa Claus dies. Is I don't know. Do you believe in coincidences? I really don't. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far and you want to hear the rest, most wonderful time of the year, Christmas, and learn what it's really about, the history behind this happy holiday, who is Santa, who's he related to, join me for the full episode of The Christmas Spirit by becoming a member. Sign up for the Friendship Membership today and get 11 bonus episodes, extensive backstage video access, live events, and more. Or if you just want to purchase this episode, you can download it off the Let's Be Friends website with no further obligation. Thank you so much for being my friend. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and I will see you in the new year. Won't you get out of my sleep?